Okay, turn your Bibles to Luke 16, please. What we're going to talk about tonight is nothing new. It's an old, the old, old story, but it's a story that we're all familiar with, but I'd like us to read it and try to pull at least three points out of it if we can, starting in verse 19. Elvis Presley, John Lennon, Howard Hughes, Ronald Reagan, Reba Smith. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. There was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. It came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeing Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in the water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in his flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receiveth thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. Besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldst send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, or brethren, that he might testify unto them, lest they also come into his place of torment. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went from the dead, they would repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded the one rose from the dead. I want us to look at three things. First of all, I want you to look at the difference after these two men died. The rich man, the Bible says, was buried. You see, he had his award from what he lived on, on earth. The Bible said that he fared sumptuously, that he had fine linen and purple. That was his reward. But Lazarus, the Bible says, were carried by God's special angels to the Abel, to Abraham's bosom. You see, as Christians, those who die in Christ, the Bible says in 
Philippians 1.21, those who die in Christ, it is gain. 1 Corinthians 15.54 says that it is a victory because death is swallowed up. In Revelation 2.10, it says, Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that you may be tried, and you have tribulation ten days, but thou faithful unto death. Well, I will give thee a crown of life. You see, we have a crown of life. But those who die without Christ, the Bible says in Jude 1.7, that it will be a vengeance of eternal, life, of eternal fire. There's a lot of difference between a crown of life and the vengeance of eternal fire. The second thing I want us to think about is that there are no second chances. There are a lot of people who say that they'll have a second chance. The Bible is very plain with that. If you look at Hebrews 9, 27, the Bible says, And it is appointed the man wants to die, and then cometh the judgment. See, there's one death, and there's one judgment. Matthew 7, 21, so there's going to be some people who say, but, uh, or it says, Not everyone that saith, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. And he's going to, they're going to say, well, haven't I prophesied in your name? Haven't I done wonders in your name? But he's going to say, depart from me, ye that work iniquity. And so we have to be careful that we will make sure that as just like in Second Peter 1 and 10 says, that our election is sure. Romans 2, 2, uh, 2 and 2 it says that our judgment will be according to truth. And so no matter what we say, truth will always prevail. There's many verses that we can read with that, but since we're short on time, remember this, that Jude 1.15 says that he will come in that judgment day to convince the ungodly and that there will be swift destruction. So we don't have time to argue our case anymore. You know, I think about two examples that we can read about. I think about the thief on the cross. And I think where Jesus said, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. And then I think of Judas. You remember the story how he refers back to Judas and says how Judas used to have a part in this ministry. But Judas has died and gone to his own place. Each of us will go to our own place. One of the most important blessings that I think we can see from this lesson here is that God knows us by name. What a blessing. Look in Philippians 4 and 3. He says, And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women with labor with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with others, with my other fellow laborers, whose names are in the book of life. Revelation 3, 5 said, He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. I will not blot his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before the Father and before his angels. Revelation 20, 15 said, Whosoever was not found written 
in the book of life will be cast in the lake of fire. Revelation 22:14. Blessed are they that do His commandments, for they may have the right to the tree of life. 2 Timothy 2 and 19. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having his seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. In John 10.3 and in John 10.14, he says that he calleth his own sheep by their name. And he says, the good shepherd, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep. And I'm known by my sheep. There's many times that we look at ourselves and we we consider these verses. And I'm sure all of us can look at things that we can improve on. But we do know this. That Jesus said in John 10 that I am the door. There's no other way to enter in and be saved except by Jesus Christ. Acts 4.12 said... There is no other name under heaven given unto men whereby must ye be saved. In Hebrews 5, 9, the Bible says, And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. So if we need, or any of us need, to make things right tonight, so that we will not be unprepared in that day of judgment, we have much just this life to live, just this life to prove ourselves, and that's it. Come while we stand, saints.